Voice of St. Louis original podcast. I'm Megan Lynch. And I'm Debbie Monterey. Republican infighting spilled over onto the Missouri Senate floor yesterday, as it has for weeks, but now it's reached a new level. The beginning of the 2024 legislative session in the Senate has been nothing short of an embarrassment. That was Senate President Caleb Browden announcing his decision to strip members of the Freedom Caucus of their committee assignments because of what he calls their dysfunction. Later, Rowden was confronted on the Senate floor by colleague Denny Hoskins. Have you, Did, have you tried me? to contact me? Have you tried to contact me? Senator, no, our, you haven't. Our conversations what have kind of leader for... is that, Senator? Ask all the rest well, of the caucus. Senator, ask the rest of the caucus. We, well, the we've ones already... That, the Senator ones that voted for me over you. Two and a half years ago, two and a half years ago, did you lie to you? me? Rowden says he was forced to act after Freedom Caucus members held up Senate business for 11 hours in their latest effort to try to force action on making petition efforts harder. Michael Calhoun, KMOX News. Cease fire now! Thank you. Cease fire now! At this time, I'm going to ask for assistance. A major disruption at yesterday afternoon's St. Louis County Council meeting. The protesters chanted cease fire now and free Palestine after the first speaker was objecting to Councilwoman Kelly Dunaway's request for a resolution on International Holocaust Remembrance Day. You want to recognize International Holocaust Day? Recognize all of them. You had the right idea in your dissent, the Boeing expansion, because Sam Page approving a $155 million tax break for Boeing is essentially $155 million worth of funding Palestinian genocide. Council Chair Shalonda Webb asked police to clear the chambers. When they reconvened, Councilman Dennis Hancock recommended the meeting be recessed until Friday at 4 and that it then be virtual. That motion was unanimously approved. Maria Kina, KMOX News. Prior to the recess of that council meeting, Chairwoman Shalonda Webb responded to claims she wants to take over municipal police departments within the county. Webb says last week she requested a bill to standardize St. Louis County's response to crime. She also passed legislation to help police respond to minors carrying weapons, a law only enforceable in unincorporated St. Louis County. Let me be clear and clean up any misconceptions. There has no legislation being drafted or proposed yet. In no way, shape or form am I advocating to take away the authority of the local municipalities. But Webb says she wants to provide citizens safety throughout St. Louis County, regardless of the municipality they live in, as it pertains to open carry for minors. A former town and country police officer being held without bond for nine charges, including child sex abuse. The Jefferson County Sheriff's Department says 57-year-old Jordan Fowl of House Springs turned himself in yesterday after being considered a fugitive for a week. Fowl's accused of sexually abusing adopted teenage daughters when they were 13 and 14 years old. Charges include child molestation and sodomy on incidents dating back to 2011. The public got their first chance last night to recommend changes to the St. Louis City Charter. For the city councilor to have authority over limiting liability from the city and also having control over civilian oversight has created a lot of tension. It's important that we act fast and efficiently to improve uh, pedestrian and uh, bike infrastructure in the city. Uh, And I think the best way to do that would probably be to uh, streamline that process as much as possible and have uh, a Department of Transportation just like uh, the county and, and just like the state as well. The Charter Commission will now gather all of those recommendations from the public hearing and place them into a first draft. Two future meetings are planned for public input. 
from the KMOX Business Desk, we are used to major events being live-streamed, but it could lead you into a scam. The Better Business Bureau is warning if people, uh, people about a live stream scam involving funerals. Someone in Quincy, Illinois, contacted the BBB about receiving a friend request from someone telling them about a live stream of a mutual friend's funeral. You think you're just going to you know, be able to see the funeral on the live stream, but wait, you have to first sign up and give your personal information. So the biggest thing here is that you need to contact the funeral home that's handling the arrangements directly. The BBB's Sarah Wetzel says the scammers often scour Facebook for obituaries and note the names of who liked or commented on the posts. I'm Debbie Monterey. The St. Louis All Local podcast is produced by the KMOX News Team. Get all the local news you need on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.